Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Cosmic Calling. I am so excited for today's topic. And for this episode, we're doing things a little bit differently. I'm not going to lie, you guys. I've talked on the show before about how I'm a huge perfectionist and I usually type out pretty much everything I'm going to say for every episode. But for today's episode, I'm just going to riff because today's topic is a topic that I already work with a ton of people on and I already know what I'm going to say. It's in my heart. So I'm excited to be a little bit more loose and free-flowing. And our topic today is one that is for mainly entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs out there. And I know not everyone listening to this show runs their own business or even wants to run their own business, and that's totally cool. I'm all about everyone finding their calling in their own way, and running a business is not for everyone. That is for sure. So if you're not, then maybe this isn't like going to be your favorite episode ever, but if you are, I hope it is super helpful because we're going to talk about crafting a soul-fueled signature offering. I find that a lot of people I work with tend to get really confused about how they should be packaging their offerings online. And oftentimes we just look at what other people are offering and then we base our offerings off of that. I can definitely say I'm guilty of that as well. When I first started as an astrologer, I'm pretty sure I looked at all the other astrologer websites and tried to see how much are they charging? What do they offer in their session? How far are they booked out? What does their booking process look like? And then I kind of cobbled together my own based on that, which is okay. We all got to start somewhere, right? But when we're copying what other people are doing, maybe they're doing similar things to us or, you know, we just like the way they're doing things, which is fine. It doesn't necessarily always allow us to stand out or seem unique or special to our audience when we're doing that. So today, I want to talk about how you can go through the process of creating a signature offering that is aligned with who you are and what makes you special and what you are personally the best at. Because you don't have to run your business like everybody else. In fact, it's way better if you don't. It's way better if you can come up with your own way of doing things that is unique or different or something people haven't heard of before in quite that way. Maybe you're combining a few different things and that's wonderful. So what is a signature offering? A signature offering is a program, a package, a course, a workshop, a product, it could be really anything that you want to be known for being the best at. And this is something where you are playing to your strengths, where you can give the very best of who you are and what you do to your clients or customers or students or buyers or whoever it is that you're working with in your audience. The other thing that a signature offering allows you to do is it helps position you as an expert. 
So it's kind of like you're saying, hey guys, this is what I'm the best at. This is what I think is the best way to solve your problem while working with me. And then people can look up to you for that because they're like, oh, she seems to know what she's doing. She's put together this whole package, right? So a really good example of this is when I first started, I did something called career alchemy sessions. You might have heard me talk about it in an episode long ago because I stopped offering them this year, actually. And a career alchemy session is kind of like my version, or it was my version of an astrology reading. But it's so much more than that because I would put together a whole presentation on each person's chart, which had a mind map of what their chart was trying to say and what their calling is. That way, when they go back to review their reading later, they don't just have the recording of the reading. They don't just have this astrology chart that's kind of confusing to look at, but they actually have it outlined for them what the point of their chart is or what the patterns are that are coming up to point towards what they're meant to do. And then they can really easily remind themselves of what that is if they ever get off track or get out of touch with themselves. I also would give each of my clients a yearly forecast. Now, the yearly forecasts I used to give with readings are a lot more simple than the ones that we put together today. The ones that I offer today are like 45 pages and they're super in-depth. But these were not things that I saw astrologers offering in one package. And of course, because I was offering them all together, the best of what I do all in one, it was a little bit more expensive. But I had the formula down and I knew what worked best for my clients from working with a lot of people. And so I came to be someone that others would trust for a career reading specifically. The other really great thing about having a signature offering that you can become known for that offers the best of what you do is that it's a lot more simple to manage it on the back end of your business rather than having a zillion different products and offerings. You're really making it so much more simple for people to know what to buy from you, how to get started, and they're not met with so many different things that they could choose because you've already done the hard work for them of figuring out what is going to be the best way to take them from A to B or before to after in the transformation that you're providing through your work. Another really good example of a signature offering is from one of our mastermind members I just worked with this year in the 2020 round. And her name is Lara. Hi, Lara, if you're listening. And she has actually combined crystals with human design. So she's taken her favorite things ever and she's put them together. And now she offers human design readings where she'll actually gather together crystals for you that will help you with your energy type based on human design along with the reading. So that's not something you see all the time, but it makes her stand out. It makes her special, and it's all the things she loves to do in one thing. Now, she has other offerings too, and I have a lot of other offerings now that I've been doing this for a little bit longer. But when I first started out, I only had maybe three options to buy from me. And that just cuts down on so much time and energy for your clients or customers. It just makes it so much easier to choose. And then, of course, there's the idea of managing all your orders that you have coming in or all your bookings and not having to switch gears all the time between 10 million different things that you offer. 
especially when you're first starting out in your business, you don't want to make everything super overcomplicated and you want to give yourself the opportunity to get really good at what you do, which you're not going to be able to do when you're, like I said, bouncing around from all these different offerings. And of course, I think most business owners, before they even start their business, will tend to go through this process of trying out a bunch of different things seeing what works, seeing what people actually want to buy, what works for their clients or customers or students or whoever your audience is. But eventually when you're feeling really serious about your business, it's a really good idea to simplify. Over time, you might decide you want to add more things to your repertoire, to your menu, but you don't necessarily want to do that until you feel really solid with the core offerings that you have. Your signature offering can change. These days, my signature offering is my Cosmic Boss Mastermind because as I was doing all these career astrology readings, I kept running into this problem where, sure, I would tell people what their calling is and what they're meant to work on next and what the astrology is for them at that moment. But then when it came time to actually follow through and do the work, that is where some people would fall flat. So I created the mastermind so that I could really take people through the process of stepping into their calling, doing the work, building it up, being really practical, and using all of my experience as an entrepreneur running my own business and helping so many other people with their businesses to create something sustainable in a really aligned way. So you might decide that your signature offering is one thing today, and then you might decide to change it down the line, and that's totally cool. I pretty much have to pinch myself when I get off a call with someone in the mastermind because it is so much fun, and it's also something that comes very easily to me based on my birth chart. It's also the most expensive thing that I offer because it's where my clients are going to get the best of the best of what I do and who I am. So hopefully I've sold you by now on this idea of making a signature offering, but how do you even get started? How do you even determine what you're the best of the best at? Well, of course, I'm sure you already know what my answer is going to be. You can look at your birth chart. Yes. So when you're looking at your birth chart to determine your signature offering, I would recommend starting with your rising sign. Your rising sign is what your actual job or role is. This is the work that you're physically meant to be doing for people. So for me, as a Sagittarius rising, I'm meant to be a guide. I'm meant to give people guidance based on all of my experience, everything I've ever learned, and then share it with them to widen their horizons of what's possible for them. So start with that, and then you can go to your career line, which is also known as your midheaven, or you might see it on your chart as MC. And your career line is really the desired outcome of your work in the world. So you want to figure out, what am I trying to do for people exactly? So your rising sign is the physical work you do, but the career line is kind of like why you do that work. What are you hoping to achieve by doing that work? And for me, with my career line in Libra, I'm here to bring people alignment through the guidance I provide. So rising sign, career line, even your sun and moon are really helpful to start with because your sun and moon are going to show what you love to do, the circumstances that you need in order to do your best work. So of course those things are important too. 
But another place you can look that goes a little bit beyond that is which zodiac sign is in your eighth house. Your eighth house is the house of business, finance, and shadow work. A lot of times people ask, what is shadow work? I know a lot of you guys already know, but it's really about diving deep into your insecurities and your fears and figuring out where they come from. So the reason why that is combined with business and finance is money really brings up a lot of insecurities for people, whether they're capable of making money, whether they're worth making money in the way they want to make it. So that alone can bring up a lot of fear. But the zodiac sign that makes up your eighth house, and you could have more than one and that's fine, is going to explain what you're actually meant to do through your business. So what are you actually selling in your business? For me, my eighth house is mostly Leo. So I'm basically selling the ability to help people step into their best and brightest selves and get into their creative flow and create the things they wish existed in the world. So you're going to want to take a look at that, and I do have a special bonus resource for you if you are a supporter of the show where I'm breaking down all of the zodiac signs and what they mean if they're in your eighth house. If you'd like to download this resource, you can sign up as a stellar supporter at patreon.com slash thecosmiccalling. If you want to go look yours up as you listen to the rest of this episode, just wanted to throw that out there for you. So we've talked about your rising sign. We've talked about your career line. We've talked about your eighth house. Another place you can look on your astrology chart to try to figure out what is the way that you're meant to work with other people. So some people like to work one-on-one. Some people like to just teach a large group of people at once. Maybe they like to do a group program. Maybe you're just supposed to sell information or to sell access to your brain or something like that. So there's four specific houses you can look at that can help you narrow this down. There's the seventh house of relationships and one-on-one work. So if you have planets in your seventh house, that typically means you really enjoy working one-on-one with other people. Now, if it's your south node of past karma, that one is maybe not so much an indicator of one-on-one work because you have a history of maybe being a people pleaser or you have issues where you put other people above you. So it could be a way to work through that issue, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're meant to work one-on-one. However, any of the other planets in your seventh house is a pretty good indicator that one-on-one work would really suit you. Then there is the 11th house of community and friendship. So if you take a look at your chart and you see the section that has your 11th house and see if there are any planets in there, that could be an indicator that you like to work with a lot of people at once. Maybe you want to do a membership. Maybe you want to have a course. Maybe you want a group program. So you are someone who would prefer to just get the information out and in the time that you share it, so many people can benefit from it instead of just one at a time. But of course, you can't necessarily go as deep as you would one-on-one. So check your 11th house. The other ones you can look at are more information-based. So if you have a lot of planets in your third house of social networking or your ninth house of education, exploration, and self-discovery, and you don't have any planets in your 7th or 11th houses, then that could indicate that you'd actually do your best work if you're sharing information and getting paid to share it. 
So maybe people have to pay to access your blog or they pay for newsletters from you on a specific topic. Maybe they pay just to watch you on a video talking about what you know. The third house is usually smaller blurbs of content, so that would be more like a podcast episode, an audio file, a newsletter, a blog, things like that. Whereas the ninth house, if you have planets there, tends to be more of an in-depth discovery of information. So that could be like a very long in-depth course where you put everything you know into it. It could be writing a whole book on the subject and then selling books. So there's a lot of different options to help you figure out how you can help other people. And you kind of just want to look at these houses and add up which one has the most planets, which ones don't have any planets. Sometimes I work with people and maybe they're working one-on-one with people, but then they don't have it in their chart. And I kind of think like, okay, I'm glad this is working out for you right now, but eventually you're probably going to end up shifting your business a bit because it's not something that comes as naturally to you as maybe some of these other methods of helping people. So this is not just about what you're going to have the most fun with, but it's also what you're going to be able to benefit others with the most too. Of course, you can look at your entire chart to help you come up with your signature offering. You can look at your Mercury sign. Mercury is what you like to solve problems around. You can look at where your Venus is. Venus is what you value. You can look at where your Mars is. Mars is what makes you want to work really hard and you like won't stop till you achieve it and you have a lot of energy to work on it. That's always a really important one to look at when you start a business because you're going to need a lot of energy to keep it going or at least to get it started. So we've just talked about all the different ways you can figure out what's going to be the most fun for you to offer and what you're the best at. But of course, you're also going to want to think about your audience you will need to know what does your audience want? What do they need help with the most? What is the real problem that you're hoping to help them solve? Which you can gather these things from your chart, but without the feedback of other people and how they like to learn from you, you are kind of just guessing in the beginning. That's why a lot of times when you're first starting a business, your first 10 clients or 10 buyers are going to be really valuable to check back in with and say, how did this go for you? Did you get the outcome you were desiring? What did you expect would happen versus what did happen? What made you even want to buy this in the first place, right? All of these are super valuable pieces of information that you need to know to make sure that your signature offering isn't just serving you, but it's also what your ideal clients or customers actually really need. A few other questions you can think about with this are what gets in the way of this person being able to achieve the outcome that you provide on their own? Like, why would they need you to help them as opposed to them just trying to figure it out by themselves? And then why would you be the perfect person to help them? Is it because of your experience? Is it because of things that you've been through, things that you've studied or learned? You can't always say like, oh, it's because it's on my birth chart. (laughs) Maybe you can if you're an astrologer, but most of us need to actually lay out why exactly we know what we're doing and how we got to the point where we're the expert in this area. 
Now, if we take this a little bit deeper, this is sort of like a more advanced way of looking at your signature offering, but a really good question to ask yourself is how is your client or customer even going to know that they need help with the subject that you help people with? Or how will they know that they need to buy your product? For example, let's say you sell really cool yoga mats. What would make someone realize that they need a really cool yoga mat? Well, maybe they're a yoga teacher, so they want a cool mat that's going to help them stand out as the teacher in front of the class. Maybe it's because they're wanting to calm down and they want to take their yoga practice a lot more seriously. So by investing in a nicer yoga mat, maybe they feel like it'll make them want to do it more. So, of course, this is going to be super different for every single business. But if you can dive deeper and be like, how did they realize that they needed to reach out to me? because you wanna be able to share that in your marketing. So for example, for me, a lot of times people realize they need a career astrology report or help with their business or a moon journal because there's a part of them that knows that there's more to life than working at a job they hate and they wanna feel more meaning and magic in their life. So that could translate into marketing that talks about, do you feel like there's more to life? You're not experiencing it. Do you feel like your work is not meaningful? So the idea here is you're trying to help create that trigger for your audience. You're trying to help manufacture that event that makes them realize they need it. Let me give you some more examples. So going back to Lara and her human design and crystal business, which is so cool, One of her triggers for her audience or one of their triggers could be that they've been hearing about human design, but they don't really know how to learn more about it or how to dig deeper. It seems kind of daunting. So then in her marketing, she could talk about, have you been hearing about human design, but you don't know how to get deeper into it? And I also feel like the fact that she offers crystals with it is sort of like a way of embodying the energy a little bit more because you can hold the crystal in your hand that's meant to have a certain effect and you can feel it. And human design is also about noticing your energy, right? So just to reiterate, how would someone know that they need to buy from you? And how can you create that trigger for them through your marketing language? So that's another thing that you're definitely going to want to be super clear on when you have a signature offering, because ideally this is the thing that you want to sell the most of. And ideally it is also your most expensive offering as well. So chances are you're going to be talking about it a lot and you want to be able to talk about it from many different angles without really like boring people or being repetitive. As I was saying before, your signature offering can evolve, your whole business can evolve, you're allowed to change, all of the above. Like I said, I had career alchemy sessions, then I launched my astrology course, and that was kind of my aim for a long time was to teach people how to learn astrology for themselves so they could do the things I do like forecasting and astrocartography and business astrology for themselves, and then they wouldn't necessarily need a reading from me because I was really booked out at that point. And then eventually it evolved into the Cosmic Boss Mastermind. So it's okay to change, but it's really, really helpful to have this really clear focus. Again, because you can get really good at what you do, it separates you from what everyone else is doing, 
a lot of the people I work with in the mastermind have businesses that a lot of other people also have. So if you're a tarot reader, if you're a Reiki healer, if you're a medium, if you sell crystals, there are a lot of other people doing these things. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. And it doesn't mean the world doesn't need you. It just means that you need to work a little bit harder to explain why you're unique and share your personality and help people see why you're the one they want to buy from instead of the other people. So a signature offering can help you do that. For example, maybe you want to offer Reiki as a part of coaching. Maybe you want to offer a summary of someone's astrology chart in addition to their reading. So if they don't want to listen back to the whole thing, they can just get the gist of it on a couple pieces of paper. The really fun thing about this is there is endless opportunities for creativity and you can have so much fun with this. The goal is that you are creating something that you can't wait to tell people about because it's unique, it's special, it's fun, and you just can't wait to help people have that transformation that you can give them. So creating a signature offering is one of the many subjects we cover in the Cosmic Boss Mastermind. And this is actually going to be the last round we do in its current format. So right now, applications are open for the next round where I am taking up to 30 rising lightworkers through the process of using their astrology chart paired with down-to-earth business and marketing strategies that are proven and lots of spiritual mindset work and rituals to create a business that is super sustainable for the long haul and something that feels really, really good to you because you're not creating a business so that you can like hate your work or get mad at your boss, which is you. You're creating a business so that you can get paid to do what you love and there's so many decisions and there's so many things to know when you want to start a business. So it's all been laid out for you in this program. And unfortunately, after this round, the moon phases just don't quite match up right. So the whole program is based on astrology, including when we meet. We meet on every new moon and full moon for six months. But next year, the new moon and full moon order doesn't quite go in the right way. It's getting kind of flipped, turned around, which is normal, but we're going to be having to rethink the program a little bit, and it's so magical the way it is. So if you'd like to learn more about the Cosmic Boss Mastermind and everything else we cover in the program from determining who you are and what your mission statement is to your offerings, like your signature offering and any other lower level offerings you want to provide to pricing your offerings and figuring out your finances behind the scenes, making sure you have money for taxes set aside, getting really clear on your social media strategy so that you can be really consistent with your message and how much you show up, to creating a newsletter that people really love getting, all the way to planning with astrology, including using the moon phases, using the sun seasons, and your own astrology chart to plan out when you're going to promote things, when you're going to launch things in alignment with your own energy flow. 
We also talk about getting out of your comfort zone and getting on video, like live videos and things like that, which I used to be super scared about doing. So it's really fulfilling to see the members of the mastermind become more confident with that because it makes such a big difference when there's an actual person's face on your screen and you can actually feel like you can get to know them and their personality rather than hiding behind your computer screen. And you might be listening to this and you're like, nope, definitely don't want to do that. But that confidence that you're going to gain from even just trying it is also going to expand into other parts of your life. Like, let's say you go to a family dinner and people ask you what you're working on. You can be more confident about explaining it because you've had the practice. We also talk about cultivating a community of people who are ready to buy whatever you come out with next and how you can give back to the community through your work as well. In the last month of the Mastermind, we also talk about self-care rituals, managing your energy, making sure you keep your big picture vision front of mind. This is really a holistic approach to business, which is what spiritual entrepreneurs need. Those step-by-step sales funnel webinars and all of those other business tools out there are not necessarily geared toward spiritual entrepreneurs who absolutely need to use their intuition in their business. And if you want to learn more about the program, applications for this round close on September 22nd, which is coming up pretty fast here at soulshineastrology.com slash mastermind. And if you happen to miss the launch, you can hop on the wait list for when we offer it again. All right, my friends, I hope this episode has been helpful for you in giving you some tips and tricks you can try by looking at your own astrology chart. If you're not super good at reading your chart yet, like I said, I have a course that goes into more of these details. If you're not ready to go all in with your business yet, you can start with the astrology at unlockyourcosmiccalling.com. And don't forget, you can download the special resource, which has a list of all of the zodiac signs and what they mean if they're in your eighth house of business. In other words, what is your business meant to offer or provide? It's a super helpful place to start when you're trying to figure out your signature offering and you can grab it by becoming a member of our cosmic community at soulshineastrology.com community. Members also receive early access to future episodes, daily and weekly forecasts, monthly career scopes, access to our community job board and Facebook group, and more, so be sure to go check it out. I hope you guys have an amazing week ahead. Thank you so much for listening. For complete episode show notes, including all of the links and resources mentioned throughout this episode, check out soulshineastrology.com slash episode 93. For more information on career astrology, including readings and classes to help you unlock your cosmic calling and to sign up to receive my weekly forecasts, visit soulshineastrology.com. You can also follow along elsewhere by searching for Soulshine Astrology on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the show on social media. If you send us a screenshot at info at soulshineastrology.com, you'll receive a code to get 10% off a cosmic blueprint, custom yearly forecast, 
or enrollment to our online astrology school, Unlock Your Cosmic Calling. In our next episode, I'll be bringing you through the monthly astrological forecast for October, including how to navigate Libra season and the rest of Mars retrograde. 